tore the night apart and ripped the silent skies in half your glory breaking through the dark and here our worlds collide divinity in man can find this great design drawn out for me
Well, good evening, everybody. Uh, we'd like to give you a very warm welcome uh, to the Sandal Centre, to Mount Sandal Christian Fellowship, uh, for our carol service. And uh, from, from this point on, the service should uh, just flow. We'll have songs and readings and so on. And we'll just let them follow one after the other. And we'll, we'll tell you when to stand uh, to, to sing. Uh, but let's pray together as we begin. Father, we ask very simply, uh, would you come and make us really aware of your presence with us this evening? Would you come and lift up our hearts as we lift up our voices? Uh, we pray that the, the message of Christmas this evening would resound in our hearts as good news of great joy for all people. Uh, we pray that our hearts would hear tonight tidings of wonder and joy. And we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's stand and sing.
people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Of those living in the land of a deep darkness, of a light that dwells. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. <coughs> they rejoice before you as people rejoiced at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For, it, as, an, for as in the day of the Maritans' defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the road of the operator. Every warrior boost used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will <coughs> destiny for the burning will be fueled for the fire. For us, a child is born. For us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting, Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of the government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding with justice and righteousness from the time on and forever. The seal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. stand again, O Holy Night.
daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away your punishment. He has turned back your enemy. The Lord, the King of Israel, is with you. Never again will you fear any harm. On that day, they will say to Jerusalem, do not fear, Zion. Do not let your hang hands hang limp. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. <clears throat> At that time, I will deal with all who oppressed you. I will res rescue the lame. I will gather the exiles. I will give them praise and honor in every land where they have suffered shame. At that time, I will gather you. At that time, I will bring you home. I will give you honor and praise among all the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your very eyes, says the Lord. Yeah. 
this is how it was A silent night like many When heaven sent the one, the one that we would call our Savior, and redemption began in a stable in Bethlehem. All of the angels lifted up their voices and filled the night with hallelujahs. God is with us now everyone come and join the heavenly chorus a savior king is here before us oh to hear the sound the song creation sang when all came down
Strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear, your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution, he will come to save you. Then, the, then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap, leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool, the thirsty ground bubbling springs. In the haunts where jackals once lay, grass and reeds and papyrus will grow. And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. It will be for those who walk on that way. The unclean will not journey on it. Wicked fools will not go on about it. No lion will be there, nor any ravenous beast. They will not be found there. But only the redeemed will walk there, and those the Lord has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them, and sorrow and sighing will flee away.
I know it's no one's fault. It's no one's fault that someone is born with a, with a disability. But then you still feel like, but why did this happen to us? Welcome to all of you. Please take a seat. We want to now share a nativity treat. This story of Christmas, we tell it in rhyme. Some actors have lines, while some of us mime. I was overwhelmed with grief um, at the loss. I thought a beautiful baby has got Down syndrome and it's such a disaster. Meanwhile, great Caesar, Augustus in Rome, made a decree, return to your home. For Joseph, this ruling meant Bethlehem town, so they rode on their donkey all the way down. God didn't give me a straightforward answer of why this happened. It just took time for me to realize God's answer was, wasn't so much that it was wrong with Levi as much as there was something wrong with the way I was thinking. Mary was speechless. She didn't know how these things could have happened, but still she bowed. I think of Mary, of all she goes through. It's not her plan, it's God's plan. She just goes with it. She's humble, she's calm. She's reassured by the fact that everything's going to be okay. For he has remembered me, his lowly servant. From now on, all the people will call me happy. He has brought down mighty king from the throne and lift up the lowly. What we learned um, was that God was with us. God suffered with us and, um, and he gave us the most beautiful child and there was no reason for me to grieve or compare her or, you know, um, you know feel sorry for her in my old view. Before she taught me, I thought she would lack. She's not lacking. So gathered around that we baby boy, all people are welcome in no heaven's joy. From angels to donkeys, from shepherds to king, the little Lord Jesus, God's welcome he brings. He came to our darkness from heaven above. He stooped to the crib and the cross out of love. He shared in our weakness and weakness and mess, and still he embraced us nevertheless. If you're feeling rejected, excluded a stranger, remember the one who came down to the manger.
At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favoured that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are applied in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Let me just say now, uh, in case I forget, um, thank you for coming, and uh, thank you especially those who have packed in, sitting on folding chairs and wherever wherever we could fit you. Uh, we're really glad you're here. Uh, let me also say, whenever we're finished, uh, we'd love you to join us for uh, kind of seasonal refreshments uh, afterwards, so we'd, we'd love you to stay. Uh, and also to say that on Christmas morning, uh, we have a service here at 10 o'clock, which is very short and very informal. You can wear your Christmas jumpers and the kids can bring their toys. Um, and it's, just a, it's a great way to start Christmas Day before you go and do uh, whatever else you do. So we'd love to have you with us at 10 o'clock uh, Christmas morning. And the one other thing I want to say before I, I share a little message um, is um, if any of you are here tonight and maybe you're wondering about Christian faith and the Christian message and you're curious or you have questions, uh, we have a little book. Um, with a lovely little book called The Gift, which is just a lovely introduction to the message of Christmas and also the message of Christianity. Um, we've loads of these out in the hallway uh, in reception and also up here. And if you want to take one for yourself or to give to someone else, uh, we'd love you to take one uh, before you go. Um, I, I would love you tonight, this will sound wrong when I say it, but I would love you to go home this evening and remember a preacher. Um, but... The preacher that I hope you remember um, is not me. It's the, the little girl we saw in the video a few minutes ago with Down syndrome. Um, because in many ways, she is better qualified to preach this message with authority than I am. And so I hope you remember her. Do you remember her in the video? As she said, for he has remembered me, his lowly servant. And she said, if you're feeling rejected, excluded, 
a stranger. Remember the one who came down to the manger. And I'm, I'm hoping you'll remember her little sermon uh, whenever you go into the week. Because um, the, the message of the Christmas story is for everyone. It's good news of great joy for all people. But first of all, it is good news for the lowly, for the humble, for the, for the little ones, for the, the weak, for those who know what it's like to be rejected or excluded or overlooked by others. Um, you think for a second about those who are present in the nativity story. Um, we have Mary and Joseph. Mary and Joseph, if they're anything, are, are simply ordinary. This ordinary um, peasant girl and her carpenter fiance, a country boy and a country girl from the backwaters of Galilee. They are ordinary, unremarkable. Um, and then there's the shepherds, and if, if Mary and Joseph are ordinary, I think the shepherds are kind of scruffy. <laughs> uh, they are, uh, they're, not, uh, they're not part of respectable society. They're seen as a little bit rough around the edges. They belong in the fields and not maybe in your best living room. Um, so Mary and Joseph are ordinary. The, the shepherds are scruffy. Uh, and then these three visitors who arrive a little later from the east, um, what are they? I think if they're anything, they're just a little bit strange. Uh, strange in the sense that they are strangers. They're not from round here. Um, but also because they're stargazers and mystics and we're not quite sure what kind of church they go to. Um, so the people in the story are ordinary or they're scruffy or they're strange. And it seems to me the story is going out of its way to tell you and I that if if you are ordinary, or if you're a bit scruffy, or if you're a bit strange, you are welcome here at the manger. Um, we could say it another way, if you are little, or weak, or helpless, you are welcome, you are included, you are invited to be in the front row uh, of this story. Um, and maybe tonight there's lots of reasons why you might feel that way, why you might be feeling ordinary or scruffy or strange or little or weak or helpless. Um, it might be because of your family background. It might be because of mistakes you've made in your life, things you're ashamed of. Um, it might be because of how other people have labeled you or rejected you. It might be because of things that you're struggling with in your life right now. Um, it might be because you've always felt like you're not as talented or as smart as other people. Um, it might be because you've failed in some area of your life. Um, lots of reasons why you might feel little, weak and helpless. Um, what, what is the good news tonight if you're in that place? Um, well, the little girl said it, Mary said it. God has been mindful of my humble state. God has remembered me. God has taken notice of me. And so we can say tonight, other, other people might sometimes overlook you or walk by you or write you off, but God has not forgotten you. Um, and I wish I wished at this point I had uh, a bit of highbrow poetry to read to you, but the only poem that kept intruding on my thoughts uh, comes from uh, Dr. Zeus. Um, and this is the way that he put it. He said, 
you're so, so, so lucky. You're not a left sock, left behind by mistake in the caverns of croc. Thank goodness for all of the things you are not. Thank goodness you're not something someone forgot. Right? And if this story around the manger means anything, it means you're not forgotten. God has taken notice of you. Um, but the good news is not just that God has taken notice of you, but also that he has come to be with you. Um, the child in the manger has many names, but one of the names he has given is Emmanuel, which means God with us. And so the story tells us God has humbled himself and has come down to the low place to meet us there. And so the extraordinary thing that we sang a minute ago, as we, we, we were singing about the God who made the cosmos and holds everything in his hands. But what did we sing about him? He was little, weak, and helpless. Um, it's an amazing, mind-blowing thing to contemplate. Um, here's how one Christian writer put it. The claim that Christianity makes for Christmas is that at a particular time and place, God came to be with us himself. When Quirinius was governor of Syria in a town called Bethlehem, a child was born who, beyond the power of anyone to account for, was the high and lofty one made low and helpless. The one who inhabits eternity came to dwell in time. The one whom none can look upon and live is delivered in a stable under the soft, indifferent gaze of cattle. The father of all mercies puts himself at our mercy. So the good news tonight is God has not forgotten you. He has been mindful of you. He has taken notice of you. He has come to be, to be with us. He has become weak and helpless like us. Um, but I want to say this, that the, the good news is even better than that. Um, it's not just that he's taken notice of us or even just that he's come down to be with us, but that he has come to lift us up. That's what, that's what the little girl said, quoting the words of Mary. He has lifted up the humble. Um, he's not just called Emmanuel. He's also in the story called Savior, which simply means rescuer. Um, and there's lots of different ways that we can say this, but it means when you and I are held captive, he has come to set us free. It means when you and I are broken, he has come to put us back together again. It means when you and I are wounded or sick, he has come to make us well in all of our lives. It means when you and I have lost our way, he has come to bring us home. It means when we're sinking in the mud, he has come to set our feet on solid rock. He's come to lift us up from wherever we have fallen down. Um, and so I want to I make sure you hear this tonight, that if you're feeling ordinary or scruffy or strange, or if you're feeling little or weak or helpless, God has taken notice of you. He has come to be with you, and he has come to lift you up. Um, as another Christian writer uh, puts it, he hasn't come for the super spiritual. He hasn't come for the well-dressed or the well-adjusted or the well-connected or the well-educated. He has, he has come for the wobbly and the weak need. 
He has come for the one whose cheese is falling off their cracker. Um, he has come for those who don't have it all together and are not too proud to accept the handout of amazing grace. Right? This is for you. Um, but now, before I finish, um, I want to speak a more, a more difficult word for those of us in the room who maybe don't feel little or weak or helpless. Because actually maybe some of us are sitting thinking, um, I feel like I'm doing okay. Um, some of us feel like we're winning at life or at least breaking even. Um, and so I want to speak a more difficult word because Mary sings that the one who lifts up the humble also brings down rulers from their thrones. He humbles those who are proud. Uh, and so if you're not feeling little or weak or helpless, um, I want to say the good news is also for you. <laughs> you're also welcome. You're also invited. But you have to stoop to enter. You have to kneel. You have to get off your throne and kneel in the dirt. You have to humble yourself. Um, and for some of us, if we're being honest, this is very difficult because um, we spend a lot of our life trying to look like someone who is the opposite of little and weak and helpless, someone who's big and strong and competent. Like we are the captain of our own ship and we are the ruler of our own little empire and we're doing fine. And we don't want to kneel in the dirt in the company of people who are ordinary or scruffy or strange. And we don't want to admit that we're little or weak or helpless, that we're lost or sick or captive. Um, I don't know if you remember, Jesus said one time, it's very hard for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. And I think it's also true maybe of the clever and the educated and the talented and the successful and the popular. For those who believe they're doing okay, it can be hard to receive this message. Um, so can I tell you an uncomfortable truth tonight? Um, and I hope you can hear it. Um, you're not as strong as you think you are. Right. You're not as strong as you think you are. Um, I want to tell you, um, our world tells us all the time that uh, one of the messages of our culture is you're amazing, you are perfect, you are strong. And like, like many of the deceptive words that we hear, it's kind of true and kind of not. Um, you are amazing. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. You're made by God in his image and full of gifts and beauties to bless the world. But you're also a radically dependent creature. You're dependent on God for life and breath and your very existence. You are, in fact, little and weak and helpless. And you need rescue. You need healing. You need a savior to come and lift you up. Um, and maybe for some of us, that can actually be a little bit of a relief. Because to be honest, it's really tiring trying to keep pretending that we have it all together and that we're doing fine and that we're doing okay and that we're strong and all the rest. And there's great relief in kneeling in the dirt with the rest of the human race and saying, <coughs> I also need rescue. Um, but for some of us, this can feel really hard. And there's something in us that resists it and kicks against it. Um, maybe we need to reflect tonight. Life um, has a way in the end of humbling all of us. 
and bringing us to our knees. And there's all kinds of things that can do that. Our health goes downhill. Our marriage falls apart. We experience failure in work. We realize we're getting older. We're not young and invincible like we used to be. And some of us just keep resisting and keep kicking and keep pretending we're big and strong and we're doing fine and we're doing okay. Um, can I encourage you tonight? Um, it's far better to make a choice much earlier in life, before life humbles you, um, to come and kneel before the baby in the manger, who later became the man on the cross, who took on himself all of our sin and all of our stupidity and all of our selfishness and all of our shame, and who offers us forgiveness and life and grace, and who has come all the way down to meet us where we are and who wants to lift us up and bring us into his kingdom of wholeness and peace and joy. Um, I wonder, can you join me in saying, we are little, <laughs> but he lifts us up and makes us part of his big story. We are weak, but he gives us his own strength and his own power within us. We are helpless, but he gives us all the help we need and more. And whenever you and I come in our hunger to him, as Mary said, he fills us with good things. And then people can say about us, like they said about Mary, he is blessed. She is blessed because the Lord has done great things for them. Um, what we're talking about is available to all of us tonight. Uh, whether you feel little or you feel like you're doing all right, it's available to all of us. Um, and all you have to do is kneel and come with open hands and say, I am little, weak and helpless. Would you come and meet me where I am and lift me up? Um, let's pray together uh, before we, we sing our final carol. <coughs> Father, for... For those of us in the room, in the building, who are feeling tonight little and maybe feeling overlooked and maybe feeling overwhelmed and maybe feel, feeling like the world is passing us by and life is passing us by, Father, would you help us to hear at the core of our being, in the quiet place, at the center of our, our, ourselves, that we are not forgotten, that God has been mindful of us and he has come all the way down to meet us where we are and to lift us up. Would you help us to believe that good news tonight, that that is for us, that we are included, that we are welcome, that we are invited. And Father, for those of us in the room, in the building, who maybe are feeling like we're doing okay, in your gentle grace, would you bring us down from our thrones? Would you humble us? Would you allow us to kneel in the dirt with the rest of the human race and say, we need rescue, we need healing, we need salvation. And thank you that every time someone kneels in that place, you come rushing to pour out grace and to lift us up and to make us whole. Father, we pray that even some of us tonight 
might make a decision tonight to kneel and, with open hands and to invite you to come and do that in our lives. Thank you for your welcome. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's stand together and sing our final carol. And then please, please do stay uh, for refreshments afterwards. Thank you. 